Hello, my friends. I'm so happy that you're here and you're joining me for another brand new episode of Brain Meets Mind. Today, we are talking about something that has affected all of us since the beginning of the pandemic. This time last year, I created an episode titled, Can Social Distancing Alter Personality? Back then, we didn't have many answers as to how long the pandemic would last and how our social interactions would change in the long run. Almost a year in, we've certainly had to adapt, and I think that's not only due to a lot of the lifestyle changes that have occurred, but because of how we've changed from within. So in this episode, we're going to break down all of the different things that have aligned with our changes in personality from March of 2020 up until now. Here we go. I was reflecting back on that last episode I mentioned in the intro, which I'll also link for you below, and I realized that personality wasn't expected to change over a temporary period of time. The key word there is temporary. Back then, at the start of the pandemic, none of us really knew exactly how long that temporary period would be. Nor do we now really either. Almost a year in, we've found a new normal, we've come to realizations that we didn't know we needed, and above all, we've changed the ways in which we interact with people. Sure, saving an hour getting ready and traveling to work or school when you can just hop on a Zoom call five minutes after getting in the shower is nice and convenient, but let me tell you, psychologists weren't joking when they said we would be changed forever. With my own example, most of my friends would be shocked to hear that being an extrovert, I now get nervous talking to others not only in person, but also over FaceTime or Zoom. Even while going for walks around the neighborhood, I start to get a little jittery when I see someone walking towards me from a distance and even begin to wonder if they'll start a conversation with me. Just a few weeks ago, one of my closest friends asked to stop by for a very socially distant hang in the driveway. And while I was so excited to see her after almost six months, when she texted me that she was almost there after driving for like two hours, a part of me started to get super anxious. Totally different from how I probably would have been a year ago and really would have processed, oh my gosh, she drove two hours to come see me. I'm so excited. Like no jitters at all, just complete excitement. So that's when I was like, uh, what just happened to me? You might be thinking, maybe you're nervous because she might be a threat to your health if she has the virus. Y'all, when I tell you this was on a different level, it wasn't just a little health scare. In that last episode, we talked about the extroversion quality of the big five personality traits. If you would have asked me to rank myself back then, I would have easily said complete extrovert in a jiffy. But reassessing now, I'm high-key ambivert. I still tend to get my energy from others, but definitely like my alone time, and lots of it. And I feel like if things don't change for another year, I might start to love my alone time even more. Not always a bad thing, but just different. Whether you consider yourself to be an extrovert, an introvert, or somewhere in between, you're probably unlikely to describe your personality 
as being entirely stagnant throughout your lifetime. Maybe you became a social butterfly in college or at your new job, maybe more sheltered after suffering physical or mental trauma. You might remember from previous episodes that the limbic system includes the amygdala, which is associated with emotion, and the hippocampus, which stores memories about people, places, and things, or even life events. Then it would make sense that as we're shaped by socialization, by those around us, and our meaningful experiences, the connections to the personality area of the brain might be reinforced or weakened, depending on the characteristics of the interactions that we're having. In this pandemic, there's clearly a lot of changes that have come about, like social cues, for example. I have friends who were the classic huggers, and the distance has made them so much more comfortable connecting with others over technology without needing physical touch. I've never been a hugger myself, but I've realized that when I do, you know, look forward to seeing them, the inability to hug them also kind of bothers me. Like even giving someone a high five seems like too much sometimes, but it makes me more eager to be able to hug them one day. I think about kids all the time too. Many of our social cues as adults developed over our childhood, teen, and young adult years. That's when we learned how to read people. To recognize expressions and to interpret them, our brains need the complete picture. If you've ever seen those studies where the faces are flipped upside down and people suddenly can't recognize famous figures like Barack Obama or Mother Teresa, you know exactly what I'm talking about. What about all the children in schools that can only use someone's eyes to detect if they're smiling or not? What about kids in Zoom school that won't have the same opportunity to understand body language like we did growing up pre-COVID? Maybe they won't have the same idea of time and spending an hour getting ready or commuting somewhere. Well, maybe they will after the pandemic, but for the time being, their experience is going to be very different. And all of that in the long run shapes their upbringing and how they view their future and a lot of other things that we probably haven't even realized yet. You already know my thoughts on technological dependence, which I dropped a couple episodes on so far, so I won't elaborate too much. But it has led me to wonder, no matter how we choose to connect with others, whether it's over technology or maybe in person, which hopefully we're not doing too much of, but should you need a reminder, the pandemic is still very much a real issue. And those numbers aren't just numbers, they're representing people and lives and families that have been affected. So please keep that in mind. But no matter how you choose to connect, whether it's over technology or, I hate to say, in person, This question really still applies. Does distance make the heart grow fonder? I've made two close friends that I've never met in person since July of last year, and there isn't a time that we talk and I don't think, ah, they're such amazing human beings, I can't wait to meet them in person. And then there's others that I could probably never see or hear from again, and it would be completely normal for the both of us. And I don't mean that out of spite, I say that because in a way, COVID has made the whole outgrowing your friends thing more normal. So many of us have found ourselves during the time apart, and now it's not necessarily rude to be on different wavelengths and maybe even communicate that if they're receptive. With distance, some people have grown more distant, while others have grown fonder and genuinely look forward to spending time with those that matter most. 
No matter how you can relate, one thing's for sure. We are forever changed by the ways in which we interact with others and experience socialization for well beyond a COVID-19 vaccine or cure. As we wrap up, I want to say thank you to all of you who've been reaching out and sharing your thoughts on these episodes. I really love connecting with you guys and hearing all the good and the bad. There's no judgment at all. So I encourage you to reach out and let me know what you think if you haven't done so already. Also, if you noticed this episode is slightly longer than ones that I've done in the past, let me know if you like that. Some people prefer the shorter ones. Some people like the longer ones. I'll go with the majority, but this one was pretty fun to create just because I was able to add a personal element to it as well. That's it for today's episode, you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, I appreciate you so, so much. I will see you very soon for another new segment. And until then, I hope you have a wonderful week. 